Oh, yeah. What up, Twisters? We back. Episode 46. On this one, you know, it was just Cam and I. Monty, he's a little bit busy. He's doing his music thing, you know. So Cam and I, we got together. We got down on this boysenberry truffle from Lifted. It's the Lifted designer line. You know, it was fire. It's a bit expensive, but well, well worth it. The, you know, beers that we got into, we got into the Crab Cup from 450 North, as well as, huh, this beer's called Lifted, and the weed was from Lifted. I didn't even fucking realize that shit. But either way, it was uh, Lifted from Urban South. This was delicious. If you could find that, you want to buy it. And let me tell you what. It was just Cam and I. We didn't really get into much else. We talked about 420. I went to a dope-ass event. And uh, we just smoked and drank and really got down to it. We kept it under an hour, so it wasn't a lot going on. Didn't really touch on much else. So, like usual, welcome to the sesh. At a critical time, when young people must make decisions that will shape their future, the people who become dependent upon marijuana are dependent on an escape that makes the unreal seem beautiful and the reality of life seem unnecessary. Oh shit, we are back again. We did it. We did we did it. We made it back together. We're on episode we're on episode 46. 46. I say episode two of season two. That's right. But whatever. I don't even know how we're going to keep track of all those. No. And what, what, what's, what's new about this episode, Nate? Uh, we're going to try to record it That's on right. video. Here we are. There we are. Right there for you. Right there for you guys. We're going to attempt. I don't know. You may never see it. You may see it next you, week. You don't know. You might even see just pieces of it. Who knows? Yeah. Let's hope so. Okay. Let's hope we do good enough to where we can release it. That's right. That's right. Well, our last episode was 420. We did the 420 release. For Absolutely sure. Absolutely did. How it, so... Those that may not have known, of course, we, we didn't have enough time to do 420 and release an episode, so we did have to pre, do some pre-production there. Of course, it was pre-recorded. I mean, come on, get real. Yeah, right? But we planned it, so Sorry you can have some great entertainment for yourself. So great entertainment for yourself on 420. It was our, it was our goal, so definitely please check that episode out, because it's our first time back, and it was great. It was such a good time to be back in the room with you boys and just to be able to kind of hang out and smoke again. And everybody bringing, you know, what they have been smoking on. Right. Since we haven't been together in a couple of years, everybody just like, hey, this is what I'm smoking on. And mm-hmm. of course, it seems like our flavors haven't changed. Not at all. It was the cookies, the kush, and the, you know. Yeah, Kim Dog all Kim day. Kim Dog, all that. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Uh, but first, welcome to Twist and Talk. I'm Nate. I'm Cam. And uh, we've tried to find the dankest shit around and bring it to you. That's right. Welcome to the sesh. You know. Welcome to the session. What we got here today, Nate? So today, we're going to smoke on the boysenberry truffles. That's right. Let me zoom in on it. I don't know if you can get, can get up in there. Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, perfect. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got the boysenberry truffle. This is uh, one of Lifted. This is part of Lifted's, some of their newest releases. They're do, they started off doing, you know, just regular Lifted. They had higher quality to bring to the table, so they put on the Lifted luxury line. Then they had even higher quality to bring to the table. And now we're on the designer line. Designer shit. That's right. That ain't organic, nigga. That's designer weed. Absolutely. And all this is usually uh, small batch, uh, single batch kind of stuff, too. They don't, they don't 
they don't keep these on a day on a, on a like a, a seasonal rotation. I would say they they definitely cycle them in and then cycle them back out. Uh, just for hype, dude. We got we got to keep it. We got to keep it on the hype. Uh, these guys also put their weed inside of a blacked out jar. Unlike those guys that are putting them in blacked out bags, we're doing jars. They kick it up a notch. Lifted's really killing it with their with their uh, designer strain series. Um, yeah, the blacked out jar. I mean, that just so to me that just means you have to trust. Yeah, you have to trust that. These growers are growing good weed. These processors know how to process it. The, you know, the trimmers are trimming it properly. The bud tenders know good weed and they tried it and can verify that, hey, this is something you want because you can't see it. The only the only thing here in Washington State besides seeing it, I mean, seeing it was all we had. We couldn't smell it no more. We right. couldn't feel it no more. Right. Nothing before buying some weed. You know, back in the day, you used to be able to get a bong hit from your dealer and at least make sure you knew what you was getting. Right. At least get a little sampler. But, you know, now you just got to trust. Absolutely. And this is the utmost in trust when you can't even see it anymore. You're just like, no, we grow good ass weed and mm-hmm. you got to know it. You got to trust us that we're going we're gonna to take care of you. What so you I, got on here, man? I personally have never tried it yet. I've done the white truffle. I haven't, and I, well, I've done the white truffle and I've done boysenberry creme brulee. So let's talk about the genetics here. Um, these guys are boysenberry creme brulee. It does smell good. <clears throat> it's it's a cross with white truffle. Um, I would say that white truffles kind of slowly been been coming up in popularity. I've been seeing a few other people kind of put the, put the strain on their uh, their menus. There's a piece of fuzz on it. Oh no! Well, we it's got, just fuzz. It's not hair. So we got hey, we got a little that happens. So did I pick out a good jar, man? Because I looks good. So how how did I pick this jar out? Because I couldn't see shit. Right. Right. Uh, so I I shook it. I just lightly shook it against my ear, and I was kind of just just seeing what was going on with it. I wanted to hear the bud densities and see exactly how many little tinks I could hear rattling around in the jar, and I wanted to find a one-nug jar. And what did I find, Nate? So you got a big, fat nug in there, and we have got—let's set this one right here. Gotcha, gotcha. So we could dump it. Mm Mm-hmm. It looks like it's a three. It's a nug three, three nugger. Eighth. Three nug eighth. Three got a couple like uh, little thumb tips. It looks like you know a couple like little thumb tip size nugs. All right, let me bring this over to the camera. Let yep, me bring yep. the big butt over to the camera. Um, and so the boysenberry creme brulee is guava dog crossed with wedding cake. Uh, wedding cake has been one of our favorites, of course. We've always. Oh, put your hand behind it. That'll that'll get you there. That, that's what all that's what all that's that's what all the Instagrammers are doing. They're putting their hand behind the pictures. Yeah, so we got the video support right now again, just so you guys uh, are aware. If you guys are only tuning in via audio, um, so I hope we don't take too many breaks to have to you know walk over to the camera or anything like that. But we want to make sure that if we're going to do this video thing, that it's going to be presented correctly, and you guys are going to get what going to get the full experience there. Um, yeah, I mean we'll do it. The goal is to get a second camera that's right here that I can just put the weed under, or maybe the weed will just be sitting under the camera. We can click to it anytime mm-hmm. we want on the YouTube or whatever we're, we're watching on. Right. Um, and so anyways, guava dog uh, mixed with wedding cake for that boysenberry creme brulee. I remember trying that one back in the day. Did you ever try the boysenberry creme brulee? Oh, yeah. I smoked a lot of it. That, that was in the luxury line, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a, their initial drop. Yeah. Um, they, did, they, they did the boysenberry creme brulee. They did Elon Muskie. They did alcoholic alligator. And I feel like there was a fourth one in that mix, too. It was like a sour diesel. Or was that? Maybe uh, that, that did they have the, cement shoes in that one? No, 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 no. That was the original line. I think that I think that we'll probably have to Alec, do a little. Uh, Elon Muskie, yeah, Alec, alcoholic alligator, which I just bought that again the other day. Yeah, that stuff is that stuff is gas good. for sure. Um, I can't remember. I really can't either. But overall, I did. I do remember trying all of them, and I think that between them, I I can say that my first impression was creme brulee. The boysenberry creme brulee underwhelmed me the most. Um, 
I agree. I don't. I, I couldn't describe it. I the, so whenever I got that weed, it was frosty as hell. It was lime green. It had a little bit more on the. I would I would describe it as kind of like a Kim doggy kind of look to it. The lime green, a little bit longer, fingery kind of bud, but uh, not like a foxtaily kind of ness or anything like that. It seemed to have like a pretty good put together, but it was the frostiest out of all their lineup. Um, flavor wise, it just hit like kind of uh, kind of woody. It didn't hit like anything. Like I didn't get any. I didn't get any fruit. I, I if I did get fruit, it was like really citrus. I forgot what we were talking about. Boys America Creme Brulee. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's over here about to roll up some. Roll this up. So what's the nose on this thing, man? Did you even tell us what you got? No, you're better at that than me. Uh, let me see. Let me see. To me, it smells a little fruity, a little gassy, with some cushion there or something. But so I could definitely tell. So did you break down what the strain was? Yeah, it's the Boys America Creme Brulee and the wedding cake. Yeah. Oh no, no no the boysenberry creme brulee is sorry the boysenberry truffle is the white truffle and boysenberry creme brulee. Yeah, that was very confusing. It's so much so, so much stuff, dude. So the boysenberry part of it is like chem dog, a bunch of different ways, like seven different types of chem dog all mixed together mm-hmm. times wedding cake, and so I can really smell that like gassy pungentness of like mm-hmm. chem doggy stuff going on in there for right, sure. Well, I can't remember what 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 was it? it was Starfighter no Star Dog, um, yeah it was Star Dog Trey Dog, um, and then I think it had um, what was the what other? What are we one? talking about now? We're talking about the the boysenberry uh, the guava dog makeup. I'm sorry. Oh yeah yeah that's in the white truffle. No that one's in the uh, the boysenberry. The guava dog wedding cake is the boysenberry, and then the uh, white truffle is the uh, 95 dead and Vino um, yeah. Cushmints. Yeah. Man, I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> You're fine, bro. No, we're just we're just we're just trying to pre-funk right now. Get a little get a little crazy. Overall, man, the nose I'm getting on this, it smells a little bit it smells really cushy. I only describe it as cushy. It's got like that uh soily early earth, earthiness about it. I can only just like that that one always kind of hits like uh I'm gonna describe it as like a damp rug or like a wet carpet kind of yeah. thing. Like it's uh it's it's really soily, kind of has a bit of here. floral notes to it, but it's cushy, so it's got like some a bit of like skunk uh sweetness. Yeah, I got that crack on there. It's got a nice, got a nice pop on the on on the. On the it sound. does nice snap on the nugs. Mm-hmm. Very well cured. Yep, yep. It's uh, for just the listeners, it, it's like a little bit of a darker green with a lot of purple hues. It seems to really take on that uh, that white truffle look. White truffle was like um, dominantly purple with like undertones of green, like deep green, where it has like that white fuzz just exploding out of the purpleness. Mm. You know, yep, yep. Of, of the crystals and trichomes, right? I actually have some white, some white truffle here. I don't know. We don't. We don't need to talk about Earth or yeah. look at it just yet. We're right now. We're we're gonna, let's we're gonna, do this. The, don't confuse the people. That's right. The showstopper here. We got the boys and berry truffle. Right. So yeah, I'm about to roll this up. Absolutely. How was your uh, 420 overall? Since you got to, since we, since we did have, to, we celebrated together, um, and then we uh, we got to celebrate uh, separately too. So on actual 420, I went to work. And I was 100% sober because you guys know me, and that's what I do. Yeah, you can't go to work intoxicated. That's no, irresponsible. Especially when you're, uh, you know, responsible for so many people's lives because I'm a safety traffic controller. That's right. You know, I definitely did not take, I didn't take four bong hits. No. I did not buy a cartridge of rosin. Yeah, I bet you didn't even have your vape pen on you. No, I don't even own a vape pen. Yeah. Weed? No, nah, no, nah, I don't even like weed. Oh, we, you yeah, seen that the, meme going around? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh, Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern. Weed? Yeah, they they said you smoked weed. Nah, nah, I, I don't. I don't even like weed. 
Yeah, I know. That's what I told him on 420. Right, right. Um, we also got besides the boys and Barry Creme Brulee, we got some. Uh, we got we got a we got a pairing to get today too, don't we? Oh yeah, we should get some uh, cups out. Yeah, we forgot that. I Damn did. It. I did. For, forget I did, to get did the, forget that. I gotta get this on my mouth more. Mm. Let me get you. Yeah, put it on my mouth. There it is. Yeah. Um, I'm. I can direct things like that. <laughs> um, Isaac, will you grab us uh, some cups, please? So yeah, that's the other thing. We have a little bit of a production person behind the scenes helping us out. We got Isaac in the house today. He's gonna Absolutely, he's been he's keep us on our toes. Been very generous to give us. That's perfect. I think that uh, we got the drinks in the in the fridge. But the most most fun. So on actual four twenty, I just you know did the usual, maybe consumed an extra two or three blunts, but nothing too crazy. But um, on the weekend, the Saturday. Before or after 420, so 423 or whatever it was, I went to a old school event, which was really, really dope. It was like a lot of the people from medical days that used to throw events were at this event. Mm-hmm. So it was really, really cool. Hold on, I'm trying to roll this up. I can't even think straight. Because <laughs> you went to the event was called it was Prosperity. Yeah, Prosperity. And I thought it was a I thought it was a private event. There we go. I'm like tr- hurting my back trying to sit up and stay on this <laughs> mic while I'm looking down to tr- fucking do this weed. Um I thought it was a private event, so I like thought I was like a plus one. Mm-hmm. And the people who told me about it were uh the hash company K Savage. Okay. And so they told me about it. And so I thought I was kind of like on their guest list. But then the day of, I found out, no, no, you just pay to go and anybody can go. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, shit, I would have invited the whole carload. Right. You know, I thought I was just like sneaking in the back door or something small and private. But gotcha. it was like. No, it was, it was pretty big. It, it was, was, it was, really it was like, I think it was one of the first uh, larger scale cannabis events since things have since clamped down. I mean, it was one of the bigger ones that I've seen since medical days. Okay. Like. Because there was live glass blowing, there was two separate stages. That was like one of the biggest parts. It was like supposed to be hugely surrounded around the, the glass blowing industry. Yeah, yeah. It was a big um, glass show where you could buy a bunch of different pieces of artwork, uh, uh, functional artwork from a bunch of different artists. Plus, Mothership was in the house, like Scott Deppy, the the uh, for one of the first creators of Mothership. Mm. I mean, like there was a lot of glass blowing. Um, royalty up in the building gotcha. you know what i'm saying like the dude who invented the bubbler the dude who invented the the banger the banger you know what i'm saying j red who damn near invented way wagging oh he did a lot of fucking shit dude. you know what i'm saying like bob bob badstram i forget how i'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce his instagram name mm-hmm. but anyways you know he's like makes the skulls with hella dope fuming like just so many people who helped evolve the industry and one of the coolest things was mothership they had these their displays for the bongs were like out of fucking uh, some like Mission Impossible shit to where it was like mm-hmm. a black pillar that kind of looked like it was cracked with their logo kind of pointing out of it, okay. like breaking out of it. And then the bong would be inside a glass case sitting on top of this pedestal and it was rotating one way and it had a light above it rotating the opposite way off to an angle. So depending on where the the light was you could either see through the bong or the reflection on the bong which was like 
you know, that really fancy fuming people are doing now where it's a full mm. picture. Yep. So it was like a koi fish jumping out of the pond with the dragon next to the oh, pond. Man. And then they had like cold etched uh, dragon scales on one part and then cold etched fish scales oh, wow. on another part. But the coldest part was they had like a dude in like, like Mission Impossible kind of looking security dude. Like, you know, and it was like, you know, funny, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not like serious, but he had this little thing in his pocket where he had hit a button and the pedestal that the bong was in would, would sink down into, or the, the, the turntable the bong was in would sink down into the pedestal and close back up. So like, you know, like mission impossible. Like you could, style. Like, could you still see it through the, the, the no, no, no. no, no. Okay. It made it to where like, boom, no, that's it. Somebody's in here trying to steal or, you know oh, what I mean? Wow. It was like that type of feeling. Of like, you know, when like Tom Cruise is jumping down in the ceiling, mm-hmm. he's got to make sure he grabs the diamond before it drops down and then it's encased and it won't, yeah, it yeah. can't come out. The alarms all go off. It was like that style Golly. thing. And they had like five of those. One of them had um, like, you know how they have like the Fabergé egg, mm-hmm. the uh, Klein, the whatever, you know, they have like four different styles of bongs that they're right. their main styles. And then they had one of the pillars had a shot glass and a pounder glass in it that were just like crazy, crazy dope oh, too. man. To where, I mean, just the fume work that they do, that picture fume work is just amazing. It really is. And again, Mothership, these guys have just pioneered so many different uh, different styles. And I, I probably could only describe it as I think these guys really might have brought like designer style glass to to the, to the forefront. I mean, I, I've always heard of Roar. I've always heard of... Um, it was like combining the scientific and the artistic together mm-hmm. yeah really well. definitely because they had they they brought function to 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 form and it was like one of the things where i felt like um yeah overall i i i haven't seen anybody doing things more traditionally since um especially since the fabergé egg just being able to create this honeycomb so the fabergé egg was like their uh i don't i don't even know how best to describe it except for it was a bit of a it's a hollow concept but instead of uh it being specifically i say hollow like again like a bong it's not hollow um it's completely walled, except for the. I don't know. It's it's going to be so impossible to yeah, describe. Yeah, look this. up Mothership Fabergé egg. Yeah, that's and, the only way. That's really the really... only way you'll be able to see it. It's been, and, and it's it's like basically it's a. Uh, if you take, just think about it. If like you, if you have a wall, then like you have two sides of your wall. You have some insulation in the middle, and all that insulation would be like your water and your your filtration and stuff like that. And so it's like it's, it's like you're smoking through the walls of your bong and not through the chamber of your bong. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's just interesting. But ever since those kinds of designs came out, we've seen ball rigs. We've seen, um, I, I, I would say, insiders. right behind you. Um, I didn't roll a very big blunt. Well, I need to dry it with the real. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the soft flame first. Yeah. Um, and then, Isaac, will you also grab us the, uh, will you, you want to do Urban South or you want to do? Uh, no, let's do the crab cup that's in the fridge. Thank you. Um, I feel like I want to do that one first because the ones with a lot of dairy in them mm, bring on the kebabs pretty bad. That is true. That is true. What's it? I uh, I, I I I brought uh, what's it? Thank you, sir. There we go. I'll I'll, I'll work on that guy. I was putting it upside down so all the goodness could get to the bottom. A right. Bit, but you'll just how so? The, how many of these uh, heavily fruited sours have you had? This is what this is. So this is the Mister Crab. What you you got brought the Mister Crab's cup from four fifty. 450 North. Yep. Not out of Indiana. Out of Indiana. And these guys have just been, I would just, I can only describe it as dominating this game, dude. Yeah. They're at the, they are at the forefront. And it's funny because I was researching these beers, just trying to mm-hmm. figure out what they were so I could be a little more educated for the podcast, especially with Monty not being here, who he'd be able to just rattle off like, like four different 
like, ingredients and know. things, whatever the hell is in there. He knows what type of fertilizer the goddamn hops were growing <laughs> in and shit and all that shit. I don't even know. But so I tried to educate myself a little bit on these fruited sours and these very, very heavily fruited sours where they're putting the um like fruit puree in them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is like Monty said last episode where they're doing a kettle sour, which is a very quick sour because he was saying a true sour takes a long time. Takes it takes some. You have to age it in a yeah. barrel. It's 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 a part of the process. And so um, these are kettle sours that during the God damn, I never can remember this word. Starts with the C. What did I say earlier? The uh, conditioning. Conditioning. So the uh, during the conditioning process is when they add the fruit to it, and the conditioning process is after everything's been fermented and um, uh, you have beer at this point. That's how they add the uh, carbonation to it. So during the recarbonation process of the beers, when they add the fruit to it, because the fruit breaking down is going to add more carbonation to it. So right. that it's going to referment again. Right. So that way they can, you know, know how much to add basically with the amount of fruit that they're adding. But they still, I was trying to really figure out how are they mixing these in one big vat without the fruit settling to the bottom and them getting it into a can well mixed like that without losing the carbonation which i didn't really find much of an answer for besides somebody being very vague and saying well one of the companies i heard you know like they were didn't even want to name the company so it was, weird. <laughs> it was on one of these beer snob right you like you know blog things whatever proprietarily you know right exactly like it seemed like he didn't want to give out any proprietary information but it was like they have two hoses and one has the fruit puree and one has the beer and they just feed it into one hose and then fill the cans with that and i was like you mean like every other person probably that makes orange juice or whatever other yeah, thing right. that has Like from concentrate? Are you right. kidding me? Like we're- Exactly. <laughs> and so I was like, you're not giving away any secrets, dude. But yeah. he still was super vague about it, and I couldn't find any anything. Any definitiveness. Like, I, I just picture a giant icy machine. Right. Yeah. I, just, I, I, think, there, I think there's no other description than just to, just to go ahead. If, there, if no one's going to be open about it, my imagination's got to go wild <laughs> on this. All right. It's a giant. I, I picture a giant icy machine. Filled with cold, heavily fruited beer, just spinning and waiting for a bear, like you know, someone to come by with like a keg just to just to pop it up, you know. Yeah, that's all I see. So I didn't roll a very big blunt. This is like the size of blunts I roll because I'm usually smoking them like seventy five percent to myself. Yeah, fair. And so it's probably like a three quarter gram blunt, I would assume. That's like the size that I do between uh, two people, like Bree and I. Like I I I I roll a point seven, pretty pretty sure. Um, I like to have like I don't know for me it's like I've always described it like pinky length. Pinky length is good is good sharing size I think for two people, uh, without going without having too much. Mm. Not only that, but like I can see that on yours you kind of did go a little bit he- like a thicker on the bore. Um, well now it's girthier. Yeah, it I like the girth. Hi- a, a bigger diameter on that. I don't know how best to describe it. It's, it's, I think I think a bore size is probably the way to do it. Gauge. That's at least how Gauge. you officially say it. Well, yeah. Anyways, yeah. I find the f- better flavors come out. Mm. Um, dude, you want to cheers on this? Yeah, let's do it. So the Mr. Krabs Cup, do you know anything about it? Well, as far as flavor-wise, uh, I don't know the flavors. It's like a raspberry papaya or something. Could you Google it? 450 North Crab Cup. I think it's like some papaya and some raspberry or some shit. Mm. Let's just taste it and see what we can find out. Tastes like berries. It does taste like berries. I'm getting strawberry pretty strong. Did we cheers this? I don't know. I don't think so. Let's do it again. Um, a raspberry, red pick, prickly pear, pomegranate, tropical hibiscus. Did I miss one. 
raspberry, red pickerly pear, cranberry, pomegranate, and tropical hibiscus. In a it's, uh, it's sour. in a sour ale, in a tart ale. Does it say that? In, in a beer. In a beer. In your beer. In in in. That's what it is. Yeah, um, I I am getting it. It tastes kind of like it tastes kind of like a warhead. I'm not gonna lie. It tastes kind of like just like um, like a mouthful of Skittles a little bit, but like an extra extra layer of tart. Yeah, very tart. This is one of the ones that. So I don't like the straight berry ones, personally. Yeah, because this one, and it's very strong. It's, it's very strong. I don't know if I'm getting that prickly pear or not. It's probably a prickly pear and raspberry mix. Is kind of a strawberryish flavor. I right. Think. Well, that cranberry is also usually really That's tart adding, too. Yeah, and that tartness. Because even strawberries, like if they're not really ripe, they can be somewhat tart. They can be. Yeah. Um, also, the one thing to take into consideration is with kettle sours as well is they can add. Um, other citrus acids and malic acids and stuff like that to their mash to their condition uh to kind of also enhance some of that uh that's that that sourness gotcha um i've my experience with 450 is this is probably the most tart beer that i've had from them it's usually really sweet uh, yeah. really sweet kind of almost candy very dessert like and this to me is hitting kind of like i don't know like my a little, little closer to like the the experience that i've had with um Oakshire Brewing in Portland or not Portland? Where the fuck are they at? They're at in Eugene. Okay, Eugene. Yeah, it's even like that's what makes me not like Great Notions as much because a lot of times they're just like the berry, berry pants or whatever. They have come up with some pretty good one. I actually in the fridge I have a uh, berry, um, ashtray, berry ashtray that's really nice this time of year. No, um, the. What the fuck is it? It was berry Danish, very Danish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the green, yeah. The the berry Danish from uh, Claim Fifty Two and Great Notion collab. We'll get to that. Okay, we'll get yeah. To that. I saw that. To be continued. Ooh, see now, that tastes really good. So the flavor. What describe? What, what what's your first impression on well, the flavor? I just inhaled it. I mean, exhaled it with the beer still in my mouth a little bit, and it mm. turned into like um, a cherry Swisher Sweet almost. Sure. I'm absolutely getting that, too. Absolutely. Um, the flavor of the weed just by itself for me kind of hits. It's really skunky. It really has a bit of or like a cushy earthiness about it. Like I can only describe it as like the I'm not getting um, a lot of I can only describe it as what may be considered the boysenberry part. If it's what if that's what's going on, but it's very earthy. That truffle is coming through pretty nicely. And I've, yeah. I've I've smoked the truffle by itself too, and that's really the flavor I think that we're tasting right now. Um, the is as it? far as that earthiness, yeah, it's like that. It's like the truffle is very earthy. It does have a bit of like herbalness to it um, or floral kind of notes, but it's just very. Uh, it's I would describe it as kind of like I, I, I with without being ugly, without being ugly about it kind of generic cushy i was just gonna say that i, I don't i don't want to have anything super standoutish the chem the chemi smell that i was smelling isn't coming through in the flavor yeah right. I, I didn't dry it off very well i went kind of quick on it you're, you're fine you're fine <laughs> you guys get to see the kerbobble this time it's real this is what it looks like <laughs> And then you get to see um, me just wide-eyed, like, is this guy okay? Like, is he going to be okay? <laughs> is he going to be all right? Breathe, dude. Just breathe. I was coughing like this the other day at work, just mm. like just because of oxygen, and everybody thought I was dying. Of course, it was just because of oxygen. <laughs> that time. 
<laughs> some residual tobacco left over from my morning bong hit. Right. I think I think this past week at work on two separate occasions I've got someone to almost spit up. Just with their, with this laughing, I catch them at the wrong time. Awesome, yeah. Just it's just it's laugh uh, till you puke. Good well, day. not 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 that, but just like just like ca- like make them laugh in the middle of the drink and just yeah. No, there it is. Okay, there it is. Spit take. Yeah, that's right. Spit take. Yeah, not not on purpose though. I didn't plan it that way. My back was turned. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even know. And then it, I just heard and it was, it, that was a splatter on the ground of all that stuff. Uh, that's hilarious. So yeah, it's not the, uh, but it's getting me stoned. It is. It is strong. Like I would. Like what was the percentage on this guy? Not that that absolutely matters. But I bet it's a million. You know what, dude? Seventeen point seventy one percent. Seventeen. See, y'all out there chasing them thirties. Yeah, I mean, so in my and and this is again just to me talk about percentages, and that's probably like what the seventeenth time we've we've done this on this on this podcast. Well, we've had forty six episodes, so I bet we talked about it forty times. Probably. Um, Percentages for me, I think, are never really the absolute to go by but however what i noticed from low percentage strains is that the flavors typically can have or there's more room for terpenes um and other things that can kind of influence that entourage effect yeah that's what you're looking for entourage effect always don't ever forget that right and those that may not be i mean to describe to describe the entourage effect i would describe it as like that's like the uh the stoniness the cloudiness the euphoria the uh uh the body high the the, the little buzziness you get and stuff kind of like that it's like all those side effects you get from cannabis working together to create a full spectrum kind of experience rather right. than like whenever you do like distillate like clear back in the day in medical days yeah clear was just straight just high. straight high just buzzy um and then if you smoke like rosins, rosins are definitely like full spectrum kind of yep. extracts in that regard. So I get a little more kind of body highs out of those. But yeah, when you start to... Um, fresh BHO can be like that, but it's got to be fresh. Like you're not getting it in the store like that. Right. No, you can't get it in the store like that. Mm-hmm. That's why you had to switch. To, that's why all the headies had to switch to rosin. Uh, fuck, I forgot what I was just going to say about... Um, fuck, I don't remember. It's The weed's working. Yeah. That's all we oh, can Oh yeah, say. that's what I was going to say about the entourage effect. Also... I feel like the entourage effect is what adds to the varieties of high you get from different strains. Yeah. Because of the variety of cannabinoids and terpenes that are in different strains are going to give you those different effects. And so the entourage effect is also part of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I'm, I, I, I would just, and so like, I, for me as a consumer, I'm always going for usually those kinds of like more euphoric, euphoric specifically. Like it's got to be, uh, I think, and I think that when I say euphoric, I like I, it's strong enough to make me feel high, but in a way that doesn't make me feel uh, racy, um, and probably ke- keeps me on like a more mellow playing field. Like um, that's that's usually what I what I'm going for whenever I, I'm finding those kinds of strains that I love. I like it. Oops, I just dropped the roach. Oh shit! Not on fire. No. It's not on fire. I promise. That's okay. That's okay. She's got cat hair on it. Right. Yeah, you roll one up now because it'll be bigger and better than mine. <laughs> No, that was a good blunt, though. That wasn't bad at all. It was a quick one. It was a quick one. <coughs> um, man, can I can I just can I just pay tribute to Monty for showing me how to roll a blunt? Oh man, I didn't roll good blunts like this before my, the podcast. My dude, I didn't roll blunts at all before I fucking started working at Cushman's. Really? Yeah, I quit smoking cigarettes with blunts, uh, scissors, and so I um, I went through like 
three packs of backwoods in two days to be able to start trying to get on the get on the technique a little bit and then Got you. even still man that was that was difficult i had to watch monty roll like 17 blunts and kept asking him to like hey are you roll it dude and i just want to feel it after you're done <laughs> <laughs> i just want i just i just want to feel it after you're done so i can see if i can do that see, um, we, i came up in the swisher sweet days so we smoked all kind of blunts like the loonies had the song 20 blunts a day and we were like oh okay that's the that's the standard. That's the standard. That's all we got to do. So right. we would buy like the the box of fifty cigarillos. Right. Not every day, obviously, but we would just always have just the whole box, the fifty pack. Yeah. Just sitting and around smoking them, they would probably get like I wasn't educated enough to even know they were probably stale as shit by the time we got to mm-hmm. the last twenty of them, but. We didn't care. We just lick them extra more. We just give them a couple extra licks, and they're fine. That's right. Moisten them up, dude. They'll be good. Right. I remember one time uh, we were camping with my whole family. And uh, my uncle just kept seeing me licking my swishers up and down as I would walk off into the woods. And, you know, my, and I was just going to smoke a cigar in the family's mind. And he's like, why every time do you lick your cigar all up and down one side? And I was like, oh, it just makes it burn better. <laughs> and now, in hindsight, knowing my uncle better and everything, I just wish I would have told him right what i was doing because he might have joined you. Uh, he wouldn't have joined me, but it would just would have been better. It would have been a funnier talk. Yeah. Nice. I hate. I always, I always have regretted any time I hid my weed use. You know, like, I've been. I just hated it because it wasn't me. It wasn't real. Yeah, I can feel that. I can feel that. I I feel the same way. Whenever my first my first year in the industry, um, I my my uh, ex's significant others didn't even know I fucking worked in a cannabis shop. They thought I worked at a pawn shop because <laughs> my because uh, my ex was too fucking pussy to goddamn talk to him about it. I don't know. I was upset. I was upset about it. If, if we're really getting, it's 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 one of those things that like I I would never do that on a normal basis. Because I quit hiding most of my weed use like at the age of sixteen or whatever, but just not blatant about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't care if you know, but I'm not gonna like put it in your face. I might come right. around stinking a little bit. You might see me disappear for twenty minutes in the middle of the family dinner, but so, you know. One thing I can appreciate about this, uh, this, this smoke right here, and again, can't, it's it's not bad weed whatsoever. No, this it's is good, good weed. I'm high. Um, I love it when weed hits me. Like you, like if you watch the video, you're gonna see me all of a sudden look and go, "Oh shit, yeah, I'm high." Yeah, dude. You know, um, it's got really nice consistency. Like one of the things I really appreciate because, like, I don't really love rock nugs. No, you know, like like super dense hashy nugs. And I was worried that's how it was gonna be when I first started breaking it up, but then mm-hmm. the minute I like actually broke it and like. I broke a nug off, and I thought it was going to be nuggy like that. Right, it's gooey. It is, and I'm getting a lot more kind of like salty Girl Scout cookie kind of cookie cookie like um, savory notes off the off when I'm as I'm breaking it up and getting all over my fingers and stuff. Mm. Um, it's 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 smelling a lot a lot crazier. Um, so when you're when you're rolling, what do you do? You typically have like a size of like grind you go for. So I. I still I use the jar tech. I usually don't chop it up in my hand like we just did. I yeah. just don't have a jar in front of me to do it. I got jars over there, bro. If you want to grab you one. But so I mean, it's it's either way. It's just more I'm scared of cutting my hand, and then you get all the stickiness all over your hand and everything. Right. And so usually I just chop it up in the jar, and I find that I usually am probably uh, chopping it up a little too fine when I do it in the jar, honestly. And so I've been working on that. Right. I, so if I could choose a size of nugs, like I would separate every single calyx and that'd be the size. Like I wouldn't necessarily like, uh, like, I don't know that or like I keep these days, I've been trying to keep it like as large grind as I can and still smoke and still smoke. And so it's like, it's, 
This weed's good for that. It's smoked really good. Right. Well, it's not broken down it's very like that, fine. That, I gotta describe it as kind of that gummy consistency. Like this to it me is. reminds me of like sticking to the scissors like, and sticking to your hand. Right. You guys remember those? You that. can see the resin coming off the scissors onto your hand as you swiped it like that. Right. Yeah. It's, it's looking like, good. It's overall like really nice and good to work with too, because it'll it'll make a good shape, and then you can put good airflow in there as well. The reflection off that paper looks weird right there. I thought <laughs> it was mold on it. Oh, no. yeah, it's, it, just, it's just literally a circle of white off the light on the paper. Interesting. Yeah, I probably only can see it from my angle. Weird. Like right here. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a little, it's a, it's a paper patch. Um, there's a oh, hole. is that what's on there? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's what I'm seeing then. Yeah, so it's just a, uh, it's a piece of the, the rolling paper just to kind of patch up a hole. I can feel myself getting stoneder. Yeah, it's, it's setting in, man. It's got, it's got a nice, um, I can only describe it as like it's that euphoric feeling you're going for, man. It's a, it's just that one that kind of puts you in that stony mindset. But yeah, I can feel it in my arms and my legs pretty well. Absolutely. It's in my lower back as well, too. And I got a, lower, a lot of lower back pain, and so that's nice. Chem dog and wedding cake. I wonder if they're a mix of just those two. Uh, gua- well, the uh, boysenberry creme brulee guava dog, it's star dog, and... So guava dog and wedding cake is boysenberry. And man, I didn't really like it as much. No, dude. This is hmm. mixed with the white. Mixed with the white truffle, I think it's bringing back some of those earthy notes that we uh, probably missed out on in the for. boysenberry. Uh, the, because again, the boysenberry, it, and my experience comes from fucking almost four years ago, dude. We're not four years ago. What the hell was it? This shit came out in two thousand eighteen. Yeah, two thousand eighteen. Something like that. Right before I left. Right. What year is it? Twenty two. Yeah. So probably nineteen. Dude. Time is like, is it just me or do you feel like the last two years don't exist? Oh man, it don't even, it ain't even real. Like, just, and I'm still on the tip where, you know, 1999 was 10 years ago because that's the age I am. Yeah. It's like, I just, even worse, dude. Yeah. I feel like 1999 was 10 years ago. Well, 12 years ago now because it's, because it's 2022. Right. (laughs) Yeah. About 12 years ago, you know, in the year 2000. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Um, so that event that I went to, it had two stages. Three people blowing glass, and the funny part was one dude, he was doing a, a live Instagram of him blowing glass, and his phone all of a sudden, he was like, oh, shit, my phone's at only 2%, and I had my uh, battery pack, and so I plugged the shit in, like, without him even really, like, knowing, I just got it in my bag and started doing it for him, and and, and then... His plug didn't work with my plug, so I had to switch him out plugs and all this shit. So I was like, hey, dude, I'm charging your shit up. And he was like, oh, thanks. And then I just left and went on to like that. It was dope. So they had the front of the building. Then around the corner on the right side of the building was like a loading dock that they turned into the dab bar because you couldn't smoke inside. Mm-hmm. That's so two, like separate, two separate entities, right? Well, this was, I guess so. I don't know. You just couldn't smoke inside. No smoking or dabbing inside allowed. And which I just assume is just because you can't smoke or whatever inside. Sure. So I don't know. I mean, they did have they did have beer and wine for sale inside, so that also could have something to do with it. But so they had the loading dock set up with like uh, Bodie High was up there with their e nails giving out dabs, and then um, they had like three round tables and a square table that everybody came and just busted out their heady ass glass and you know and their fucking high end resin uh, resin rosin. And dab, not even, like they—they they were fucking snooty and like turning their nose up to any BHO that was in the house. It was like uh, uh, uh. rosin or nothing type fucking crowd. We were smoking out of like dope ass motherships and and uh, the dinosaur. Um, oh, fuck, I can't what remember are they his called? name. Um, elbow. elbow. Yeah, elbow. Uh, but mothership was really 
on display there. Like people knew it was mothership was going to be there, so people broke out their motherships. Mm-hmm. Somebody had a big. I mean, the base on this mothership was fucking probably two inches thick. It was so big, and it was a big ass Faberge egg two person hookah for dabs. And Ooh. so they were just loading up fat dabs in that bitch. And it was just some dude who was there. It was his. It wasn't. He wasn't. This is a personal. Yeah, he wasn't affiliated with the event at all. And so he was just. And he just had all. He had like seven different types of dabs that I think were black market or some shit, and he was just fucking serving people up, serving people up. That's what's up. Not charging yeah. people for it? No, not for it. It was all just a play oh, to, try to, you, get, to try to get you to buy some, I assume. That's right, that's right. And then uh, inside, they had, uh, let's see, the weed company Uwe was there. K-Savage was there. Um, Hyperbole, the weed store, was there. Yep, yep. Uh, I can't remember who else. There was a Seed Company. Damn it. I was going to fucking shout him out, too, because dude was hella cool. Like, he knew his shit. You know what I mean? And I talked to him about coming on the show. Nice. Um, he has a number and everything? I got his Instagram information. Sweet, sweet. But uh, he he lives all the way in Puyallup, so it'd have to be a phone one. But yeah, either way. quick business talking. You know. You know. Uh, you know mm-hmm. Pre. Little preview for y'all. We do got some interviews getting lined up. I did talk to... Um, Canna Organics. Mm-hmm. Also, they're very interested in being uh, interviewed on the podcast. Okay, cool. That was one of my big goals about going to the event was just link, just seeing who all was there who would be interested in podcasting. Bro, with well, us. you'd be surprised. I mean, okay, I, I, you'll be just surprised who listens or who has heard. Oh yeah, yeah. That's all I can say. That'd be uh, dope. I would love to know because I, I, I know in the very beginning when I was still at the store, every single delivery person that came in. You know, I would give it to him. Mm-hmm. Give him the little flyer that I was handing out at Hempfest. Yeah, I got lots of those in my car. Yeah, I was handing them out at the thing. Mm-hmm. I only gave out like three. Right, I've got like handfuls of them. Yeah, I got yeah. at least I got a big, a good stack of them. Nice. Um, but yeah, dude, you just be surprised who who listens, man. And like not only that, but like just every once in a while, people are like, "Yeah, I just heard that episode." I was like, I mean, that was like two years ago, bro. <laughs> Thank God, people are still That's considering awesome. this relevant. Nah, and yeah, it's it's nice. It's very humbling. It's one of those things. It's like it's an, it's 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 fun. It's because it's all like I mean, again, I we've contributed, dude. I mean, it's like here we are. Yep, I love it. So the event was super dope. Uh, we got to see like the so the the place where I buy my glass blowing supplies. We call it Grandma's Glass, but it's called Trev's Glass. And Trev of Trev's Glass, who's a hella dope glass blower, um. He actually did a DJ set. Oh, nice. So that was pretty lit. To have, like, all the glass blowers in there just hyping them up. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was just, it was a really, really cool scene seeing that. Like, somebody who's been blowing glass for 25 years now or whatever, 20 years, getting up there doing that. And all the people who've been supporting him in the glass scene, supporting him on the music scene was really, really cool to see. And that was, it was just, it was just really fun. Like, the old school days of events and, uh, I really hope that it's the trend of it happening more and being coming back around. Because I, I went to, I've gone to private events, mm-hmm. and they're just not. It's just not the same. It's just not public you have to be enough. On the it's, list. it's yeah. It's not. It's just not open enough. It's not. It's. it's I don't know how to it describe it. It gets too it. clicky. Yeah. Because everybody is on the invite list, so whoever invited you is who you're hanging out with. Because it's kind of a you and a plus one type exactly. situation. Exactly. And so it's like, oh, these people all came together with their plus ones. These people all came together on from this email list, and so you have like different what, random. What was the groups. event that I went to? What was the event that I got, I had gone to? And it was a ball. The bud tenders ball or whatever it's called. It was the bud tenders ball. I went. Did you? How was it? 
Same. Same. Clicky. Clicky. Yep. I mean, it's not like you had to buy a ticket to go there. I think. Um, like ninety nine percent sure. I'm. I'm probably trying to fucking remember how I got in. Because <laughs> this, I don't know. It was okay. I, I again, if you don't know anybody there, nobody's going to include you in anything. Yeah, that and is so, the hard part. Um, I can only say that because I went with uh, Connor from Linwood and Rob, and I mean we we had a good time. I had free drinks, came around with a bunch of uh, cannabis related products and things like that. Like Green Rev was there and gave everybody tincture. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So this it was kind of clicky. But not like you're not allowed to come kick it with this clicky. You know what I mean? It was just like groups of people hanging out, but not feeling un- un- uninclusive. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a uh, dude doing live tattoos. Oh, shit. There was another person there doing like yoga, realign your chakras type shit. Okay. So that was, it was just really, and that's what I mean, like an old school event where it was like, it was almost a mini Hempfest, people were saying, but I was like, no, Hempfest is even more commercial than this is. This mm-hmm. is like old school medical days event. Right. No, I, I, and it reminds me of, I mean, For I was. the people by the people. Right. Yeah. It kind of, it makes me, it makes me wonder like those things kind of like, again, market days, dude. <laughs> Fuck. I miss I, it so much. I, I never got to participate in markets, but I, at the same time, I. It was just such a. To have so many people from different walks of lives on such a like-minded situation and event and just like, and something that is becoming legal and becoming mainstream and we've all are like the people who have been in the underground doing it and now we get to kind of rise up and be above ground or whatever and like, oh, you smoke weed too? Type of almost feel. Like everybody's out the closet about it almost these days. Yeah, it's like, almost like, oh, your type of people smoke weed? Like I didn't think... Uh, people who are into Magic the Gathering smoked weed. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. not me personally, but you see some people thinking like that. Right. Well, it's been you know? it's been one of the, one of my favorite experiences being in retail with when it comes to cannabis. It's just it, it's non discriminate, dude. Non- it's everybody can be can can enjoy weed. Everybody, as long as you're over twenty one. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. The uh, comedian Ari Shafiri said when we first when the medical stores were first around, you know, I was walking out of the store and this. Black gangster dude. And like when I say that, like exactly what you visualize, like the the Raiders hat and the you know what I mean? Like straight out of Compton looking dude. He's walking into the store and we look at each other and we just high fived and went, weed, right? And he said, Yeah. And then and it was just like, I would never talk to the guy, let alone high five of him in, in any other situation. Absolutely. Um and that's I would be scared is what he said or whatever. You know, <laughs> I would be intimidated. I'm a Jewish guy or whatever he says, you know. Right. What do you think of this? Uh it's I mean, I don't want to say it's different. It's 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 a little bit similar. I think it has a propensity to burn hot simply just because it is a bit of the uh like it's it's really it's really it's really resinous. What's going on? The blunt. I'm asking how you how you liking it. Oh, I just got into it. Mm. Hold on. Yeah, see it tastes different. Yeah, than the one that I rolled. It's the same weed, right? Same weed. Okay. Different, different Fronto, probably. Oh, okay. What kind is this? This is out of a bag. I don't mm. know. Out of a, I bought it from a store. Um, just a, just one of the singles. Mine is much. Singles. Um, I think it covered the taste of the weed more. Gotcha. To where now I think I'm tasting the weed more. Gotcha. I usually, and again, I usually only roll like if you're gonna wrap the. Hey, we need to drink these. We got another beer to drink. That's true. Cheers. Cheers. Down it. We. We're gonna need him to rinse these too. That is true, and not only that, but I think the next one we should let we should let Isaac try it, see if he wants see see if he enjoys it. Mm, I can't wait to hit this with this beer in my mouth. Thank you, Isaac. 
Oh, yeah. See? It turns into such a flavored Swisher Sweet flavor. I think it's that, it's, it's that tobacco you're tasting with that, maybe? It's the tobacco and the berry and the weed. It just takes me back to where, like, you know how smells and tastes bring you back? Oh, yeah. It's just taking me back to, like, almost pre-driver's license. <clears throat> or right around then when I, you know, or walking back from the corner store on 23rd and Colby. Mm. To Joel's house. Mm. Yeah, like I'm visualizing like a summer day. Mmm, it's tasty. Yeah. I do feel like that this is, I mean, so <coughs> this is $60 weed. <coughs> what? $60? Yeah. That's what, that's what Cushman sells it for. I, I don't know if it tastes as good. <laughs> the other beer's in the freezer. Yeah. It's the uh, that white can there. Thank you. Um, yeah, this is. Did this you is... grab yourself a glass in case you wanted to taste some of this one? Awesome. Thank you. This one is. Uh... What do we got here? So this one is from Urban South Brewery. It's called Lifted. It's a gluten-free sour, so I don't know what that really means. You know, what kind of uh, wheats or whatever, or what kind of non-gluten. It means there's no bread in there. Yeah, yeah, no bread. Yeah, no but, bread. So how do they make beer without wheat is what I'm wondering. So it's a gluten-free beer right? <laughs> with uh, lemon-lime soda float. So it has some uh, vanilla ice cream action going on in here. Interesting. And when I went to this brewery down in Houston, back when I went to the Elton John concert mm -hmm. in January. Uh, bro, I still keep thinking about that that shirt you were wearing. You know, I was just flexing on a little oh bit. God. I went to that Elton John concert oh in you know, Houston. You know, if, so I could, if, I could, if I could do like a, hey, let's pan back to that, that, that Instagram that, post real quick, we'd put it right there. Some of that, you know, that shit them rappers rap about going to the Galleria Mall and shit. But anyways, this beer right here was my favorite beer that I tried there. I did a flight, probably had six different types of beer from there. And this one was my favorite. Yeah, flavor wise, dude. I'm getting a little I'm getting a little bit more. Let me that let me get that torch over here real quick. My bad, bro. No, no, I don't think the beer's uh mixed up enough. Let me see your glass. Whoop. We're gonna have to do some shit. Oh no, it's just clear like that. Okay. All right, all right. So it, it kind of looks like I was uh, expecting to see some more, you know, stuff come out. Right, it looks like Sierra Mist. Or whatever. What yeah, it's it? a Sprite float, it says. A sprite float? Yeah. I heard Monty describe flavors the other day. It's like Spritey. Like on, on the podcast last time. Like weed? Yeah. Like, yeah, like kind of has like a Sprite-like flavor. I thought that was a, that was a very, like, that, that, was, that was a very good way to describe some of the stuff that comes out, out of, out of weed every once in a while. For sure. Like it just had, it's just so bright. Yeah, nothing in the bottom there. No sediment. I don't know. Whoa, I almost just spilled yours. Damn. All right. Let's Cheers, see what bro. this is all about. So this is not like the one that I had down there. The one I had down there was very much more creamy. It smells creamy. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. That's super tasty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What do you got over there, Isaac? What do you think? So. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you have him try last time? Uh, we did the um, 2020 Yeti. 2021 oh, yeah. Yeti. 2021 Yeti. Yeah. The coconut. That is, couldn't be more opposite than no, this. No, absolutely not. This is this delightful. This is delicious. Woo! Again, it's um, Urban South Brewery. It's called Lifted. I got the I got these beers from Craft Connoisseurs out in Mountain Lake Terrace, but you can look them up. They do ship all over the place. Uh, Dank Dabber, Bones. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him because uh, he hooks it up. If you buy four pack of the same flavor, you get a percentage off. When you, I like that when he gets down to X amount of beers, he takes them off the website so only the locals can have them. That's what's up. I like that. That's a that's a cool move. That's yeah. al- that's also like a I don't know. It's a it's a nod to your to your locals well, yeah. to, to your regulars, if you yeah. will. Yeah, exactly. And that's what he said. He said in the beginning it was like ten percent in store, ninety percent online, and now over the last two years it's gotten or over the last year mostly since COVID started to slow down, and he's seen it. He's seen it definitely changing to be. Uh, about 60-40 on the in-store side. Yeah, the Terp stack on this is getting better, bro. Is it getting it's better? It's getting better, bro. I think I think it's getting closer to $60 weed. The experience, the smell, the breakdown, the rolling, the flavor, all of that, that checks the boxes. I'm not yeah. even gonna lie, dude. It's 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 right there. Like yeah, I agree. Like I think that like dude, if we're talking about hype weed, like this is this meets the hype for sure. Like, I agree. I, Again, yeah. I was I wouldn't be upset when I looked at that weed. It was great. It, it I mean, I don't know. Again, I I had the luxury of being able to shake the jars around every once, like to to kind of pick the one that I wanted. But, dude, but yeah, dude, it's it's nice. This is a delicious beer too. Absolutely. I oh, yeah, like it, is, it's it's like a mind fuck. You don't expect it to taste that way. This is uh, it does it, yeah you don't. Um. So yeah, I'm definitely getting more of the uh, cakey vibe from it and i don't know if it has to do with the beer as well but this is definitely changing in flavor and in a good way it's not getting resinous it's getting like uh more bakey yeah well it's like i i'm getting like uh the uh, platinum like again so it's got to be like the white truffle coming through the platinum cushments and the uh the 95 dead 95 dead had like a god like a laundry list of just strains it was made up of i couldn't even describe. Really? I, I couldn't i can't even sit here and try to try to think about it dude. i was just intimidated by Hybrid how times 20 yeah man like it like you know on seed finder how like you start getting down to like the bottom of it and it's like starts to change font i've never seen it get so small oh wow yeah it's like it's like it's it actually like it cha- it changes down like it starts off at like you know like yeah like 13 14 you know we're, we're doing good and then it goes all the way down to like nine eight like for sure <laughs> i'm talking about text size because i'm a nerd right yeah, <laughs> text size. Yeah, text size. Um, that matters, you know. Font. We're talking fonts over here now. You know, twisting, <laughs> getting twisted, and talking <laughs> fonts. You know, <laughs> next week. <laughs> next week on Twist and Talk, it's gonna all be about cursive. That's right, dude. Times New Roman. We're taking it back. Serif. I don't know. <clears throat> I have no idea what the fuck I just said. Squaggly font. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's one. Absolutely. Um. um so I got a couple things about the news. So since 420 just happened, something that I saw in the news or, you know, in the weed news world is that more um, non-related corporations such as General Mills or uh, who else did you see shouted it out? Uh, Instant Cart did one. Yeah. 420 related tweets, 
not necessarily commercials on TV, mm-hmm. more more uh, internet. Yeah, like 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 stuff. advertisement space. Like it's, yeah, it's like a it's like a banner ad or something like that. Yeah, and they're just using words like blunt, but not in the smoking terms. You know, uh, the a stone uh, a rock selling place said, "Hey, it's four twenty. Come get your stones here, or, or come get, get stoned, or something like yeah, that." Something along those lines, and it's like non related weed companies, and mm-hmm. this four twenty more corporations like you know how they can track that shit on google nowadays right well i think it's got everything to do with the the increasing popularity of course um there's more and more states that are now uh, recreationally and medically legal that they can therefore potentially branch into that culture now and not only that but dude i can only just imagine they've been waiting for it to a certain degree dude like like as far as like the um the advertisement side those people mm -hmm. wanting to be able to use these jokes that are so prevalent in different niches and just in the pop culture, you know, mm-hmm. like they want to be able to say lit or whatever. Right, you know what I right, mean? Right, yeah. They want to be able to use those that same type of terminology but with weed. Right. One to of make my, them seem cool. One like my, Taco Bell really wants, to, you know, like like Jack in the Box has the Midnight Munchie Mills. They've been yeah. doing it. They, they have been on that tip for a <laughs> while, dude. What's it? I've been uh, Slim Jim. I've been following those guys for a while. They're always on that fucking shit. They're, they're, they're going wild these days, too. You want to hit that roach? Me? I, I might hit that roach. Yeah, you might want to hit that roach. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I you're assumed good. you didn't want to. Uh. Um, and then the other cool thing that happened here in Washington State is a law was passed where all of the, um, uh, I don't even know what you call it, like the legislation, the actual words. The vocabulary. All, the vocabulary. There you go. And all past legislation and all future legislation, the word marijuana is going to be stricken from it and replaced with cannabis because marijuana has been determined to be a racist term that was coined in the beginning to make it seem just more uh, illicit and right. added a Mexican twang to it. It was Spanish, uh, it, Mexican, it was, it was correlated down to, yeah, from, from Mexico itself. And right. so it, it, the word means nothing at all. Marijuana means, means nothing. It's made up of, it's, it's, it has it means no, something about tobacco or something. I thought, I don't think so. I don't think it has any specific actual meaning. Does it? I think it's, it's a tobacco reference, like wild tobacco reference. Interesting. I don't know. I thought that it actually didn't have an actual definition that it was just a made up word, uh, to make it sound Mexican. Right. So. And it's marijuana. I don't marijuana. know how, how the, however they go about it, but they uh, just when you printed it in the newspaper, it de- definitely wasn't white. No, and it, made it didn't sound people. like cannabis, dude. Cannabis sounds like something. I mean, like how can you be scared of something that says it's called cannabis? Right, and people have been using cannabis forever, so they knew that was okay. Right, absolutely. Cannabis and opium in the little vials, the old school <laughs> glass ones you see yep. from the. Uh, you know, the medicine dealers. Right. In the carts. Did you see anything about what? Interesting. Wow. Can I can I help, can I can I read that off your phone? So it- yeah, read it. Etymology. The term originally spelled variously as marijuana, marijuana, etc., originated in Mexican Spanish. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, the term may come from natal, Malayan, meaning prisoner. I did not pronounce that correctly. Malawan, Malawan, uh, natui, natul, Malawan, meaning prisoner. 
And so that's uh, from author Martin Booth notes that his etymology was popularized by Harry J. I don't know, Harry J. Anslinger. Yep, that was that. That's Wikipedia. Um, but however, prisoner. Interesting. Okay. I don't know. I, I I'm not familiar with the. Um, uh, Netawal Miliawa. No, sounds like uh, a tribe from Mexico to S- me. Something that's all I know. I, I don't know. It sounds like something for sure. Um, but uh, however, I do appreciate the fact that you know I think that culture is trying to shift away from uh, connotations in that regard. Um, yeah, I think it's a lot more progressive. I think it helps the the movement for cannabis in general. Um, for sure, because. I mean, I, I, for me, like, okay, I, I like even watching words carry power. Absolutely, and so therefore, I feel like that you know, being I would I can only describe as probably ignorant to that, right. uh, to the knowledge of that of what that word means, which is um, the way I can only describe any of these legislators. Like, they've got to know, right? They they're, that are like they they really don't know, and therefore maybe we're, they're they're learning. And they're, yeah, and I that's think why, that's, that's what it is. Okay, I think. Y- Things become so normalized that you're like, what do you mean? That's just what it's called. And then somebody has to like, you know, say, hey, no, that comes from this. And this mm-hmm. is what, you know, this this is the history behind that word. And that's why you can't use it in these terms. It's true. It's true. I mean, I, I guess that also comes down from the fact that you only know what, you know, what, 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 what people what people tell you or where they right. where they get information from and stuff like that. A lot, a lot of the times uh, individuals, as I, I like me, even myself, I don't necessarily do all my personalized research when i hear someone say something i could subscribe to that almost instantly right um, and so it's like it's it's easy to do certain things like that and i think that that word marijuana specifically has fallen into that category with a lot of people um not in a bad way i don't think it's necessarily bad in that regard but however it does it is nice to know if it has if, if there's if, if there's a way to change it or if we can actually right. give it more contextual um i don't know just it's weird because authority a lot of times i live by the fra- the, the phrase you can't you can't give so like if a road was forty five miles an hour and now it's thirty five. You can't go back and give everybody who was driving forty five miles an hour tickets, right? You know, so it's, I feel like it's kind of that type of thing too, where you can't like judge people for calling it marijuana because that's just what it's been called. Fair, but if you can educate them and get them to call it the cannabis, mm-hmm. then you know, yeah, I mean, then now better. you know, then right? we're doing better, absolutely, and I think that that's really cool, dude. This weed is, right. is strong. This I'm not gonna lie. Good. I'm also feeling a little buzz, dude. Yeah, too. You know, it's weird. Like when you split beers like this, we've had one beer each. Yeah. You know, not even because we even split the second one with with, with Isaac. Isaac. I almost forgot your name there. But um, anyways, it's weird how I get more buzzed off of splitting. Like I could split three beers with three people and feel like, oh man, I drank three beers, and then I'm like, no way, I drank one beer. Right. But I'm feeling fucking great right now. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's got something to do with the spacing, right? Because like we don't, we have like if we're drinking like for me, I'll smash it. I'll smash a twelve ounce beer fast. Like right now. Yeah. There's no. There's no. I'm holding back on drinking this <laughs> easily. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like I think because of that, we get to we get we get the pacing of uh, the alcohol and it's like digestion and stuff like that. That's just my thoughts. I don't know. Like just thinking. So overall, I have a great body high. Yeah, dude. The weed rolled really good. Yes. It was really pretty. Yes. It wasn't too nuggy and it wasn't too loose. No, and not only that, but I like looking at it, dude. It's got frostiness all the way down to the stem, which is something that I can appreciate. That tells okay. me that it was it was fully it at least it grew to a certain level of maturity that was appreciable. Yeah, and with how the how it's kind of reaching here, mm-hmm. like how the how the bud formation is kind of reaching out here on these tips like this, that does show that they let it grow to its fullest extent. Mm-hmm. Those those cal- those those buds were just really fucking right. like striving for all the light they could get mm-hmm. all the way to the very end of their 
cycle. Absolutely. And not only that, but it's nice and tight, which also tells me lighting was good, temperature was good. Um, it has oh. a great snap. Let's see if we can hear the snap on the mic. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, good yeah. snap. That's a good snap. If you ever, if you guys ever get uh, stringy snaps, like it's not like you have to you have to separate it. With like I don't know, dude. It just it doesn't feel good. It just like strings off. Right. You'll know your weed's not cured right. Or when it, uh, yeah, just those rock hard nugs mm -hmm. just aren't as good. Do you got a bong? Yeah, I don't have any fresh water in it. No. Okay. It's not. It's not horrible though, but it's like it's definitely like tea. But we are definitely at the uh, hour mark here, bro. We Absolutely. made it. We did make it, dude. So. We didn't have Monty on this time. We didn't we talk didn't. about that in the beginning. No, yeah. It's, uh, well, we talked about it last episode. That we did. Monty was going to be hit and miss here and there. He's probably going to be able to make it into every other episode. He or, gave us a couple of days of, like of, of some things that we can make. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fit those in and make sure that we can uh, we bring him. We, we he doesn't he doesn't miss out on the next one. Yep, and we're gonna watch the video we did. See if it's worth loading up and mm -hmm. see if that's going to be a new addition starting now or if what we have to tweak and fine tune to make it better. Yep. Overall, I think that uh, I don't know, man. I've enjoyed it. We, we did a cramp. We a boysenberry truffle. We got the Urban South. Uh, we had the uh, yep. 450. Urban South lifted and 450 crab cup. That's right. I don't know if I got it. There we go. Boom. Yep. Good shit. They were both tasty. I definitely am loving the uh, lifted a thousand times more. I think it's got a lot more to bring to the table. It's got a lot more flavors. I, I'm getting that Sprite float flavor from it specifically. I'm not getting like this mash of different uh, mm -mm. berries and some sourness. Uh, not only that, but again, it, it like the, I mean, probably both kettle sours again, but that one again, the 450 just tasted like I, I was eating some sort of, or drinking some sort of like uh, Warheads inspired, like it just super tart. Just so. Like, like, it, it like, yeah, hits hits the top of the uh, the the job, like uh, the cheek muscles yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, like, um, yes, mm -hmm. like when you drink, yeah, like warheads or any of those kind of candies that just yeah. trigger that shit. Mm -hmm. Um, it remind the crab cup also reminds me of like back in the day, the malt liquor brand Saint Ides, like it was Old English and Saint Ides. Sure. Saint Ides had a a juice mm. type beer that I really. I mean, they had rappers promoting it, and it was just like geared towards fucking kids. Sure. And this reminds me of the berry one. Any of these berry beers remind me of that, and it just takes me back to like puking in alleys yeah. and not having a good time. Yeah. And so, but uh, not the quality of this beer is way better than a fucking malt liquor. Yeah. That was 99 cents for a 22. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, the flavor of it just kind of brings me back to that. Yeah. No, no, uh, nothing, <laughs> nothing super, super I would I would only describe it as like uh, distinguishable. Yeah, yeah. But this weed is good and is very distinguishable. Yes. Um, they had a few others in this drop too. I think they. I think I don't know. This isn't the first time they did the boysenberry truffle. No, no, no. I've seen it there. I just never have gotten it. I think they dropped it for the first time last four twenty. Mm. I think that's when they dropped this whole uh, designer line was for 420, 2021. Yeah. I want to say I'm so as well because sure. it was they they did the uh, the white no they did just the black jars and it was the uh, well no they had white jars it was too, the runs they had designer runs yes designer runs that's what it was that was one of the, that was the one of the first ones so this is a year into them doing this designer line and I would say it's well worth it it it's it's an expensive eighth so you know and it's also really limited to too they don't they don't they don't 
they don't supply a lot of stores with them. Those yeah. stores that do get them, they get limited supplies in general. Um, and so not only that, but in my experience with carrying this in a retail, um, it goes fairly quick too. Um, it's not yes. one that's, that sticks around stick for too around. long. The fact that I think that we got a lot more supply this time than we normally have before. Now we've been able to hold on to it for about a week, um, but we're on our last bits, dude. That's what I was going to say. So this isn't, so unfortunately, by the time you see this, it's probably going to be gone in the majority of the stores around just because it's a hot strain like that. Mm -hmm. But it's something that you're going to want to keep your eye out for. And anytime you do see it, try to work it into your budget. Be like, hey, put that aside for me for tomorrow or whatever you can work with your local store because you do want to try it. You definitely, definitely want to, you know, because it was super flavorful, great high, good body high, good head high. Absolutely. All the way around. I would say it's definitely worth it. Mm Mm-hmm. I think so too, and not only that, but I mean, ha, ah, yeah, checks all my boxes. I'm pretty, I'm feeling great. Right, me too. So, so uh, let's do let's, this right here. Let's do it, bro. Happy 46 episode. Cheers. 46. Oh, yeah, we yeah. do this here. That's right. For good luck. All right, y'all. Catch them next time. That's right. Keep it twisted, right? Keep it twisted, y'all. Oh wait, this is. I'm. My name's Cameron. And I'm I'm Nate. No, yeah, yeah. Don't forget. Don't forget who we are. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh, know what else you want to do? You want to click and subscribe, and uh, look. uh, We're gonna do YouTube with this. So check out the YouTube and shit. Uh, Twist and talk YouTube. Hopefully, ain't nobody else doing that already. But um, now we own the we own the twist and talk space, dog. For sure. We own it for sure. Yeah. All right. All right. We got it. It's us. Keep it twisted, y'all. Keep it twisted.